0: Hello and welcome to the Pending Approval Podcast, a talk show highlighting the ups, the downs and the complete head fuck moments of the business world. I'm your host for the show, Glenda Wynyard, and producer G is here with us again today. Hello, this week the people aren't just hearing my voice. Fortunately. Hey. Okay, I'm kidding. But we have Caroline Healy on the phone today from We Are Savvy, an external marketing agency And can I say, she is really, really savvy. I do have to say that. Look, Caroline is a strategist and leader with over 20 years of brand marketing and communications experience. Kaz works with us across a client very close to our heart, Headspace, helping their marketing team develop brand strategies, execute marketing plans, and build their personal brand. And today, we really wanted to talk to Caroline about exactly what people look for in an external agency and how she works with her clients, and why you should consider an external marketing agency to support your business rather than hiring internally. It's actually a really great time to be having this discussion with many brands seeing growth in areas they never have before and are really confused about where to move next in such an unprecedented time. Exactly. covid 19's really throwing it out there for different businesses to look at each at how they operate internally. And when you think about it, the goal of this podcast has always been to educate whoever is listening and potentially help them with their business problems. So hopefully this is the first of many guests that can help to support our friends behind the screen. And with that, I'm actually going to go back to where I feel the most comfortable while you two discuss all things agency. Ciao for now. Ciao. Welcome to the podcast, Carolyn. Do you know what? I'm so happy to have you because you are our very first guest ever. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited
1: about being your first guest and excited being here with you both.
0: That's fantastic. Now, can you explain a little bit about what an external marketing agency does and how do clients actually use them?
1: So you want me to keep this short, I assume, but so the, yep. the top level answer There's lots of different types of marketing companies. So you have to be really clear about what it is that you want from a marketing company. So there's companies like mine who focus more on strategy. So, you know, we're a strategic business. We help businesses with their marketing strategy, campaign strategies. It's really about, you know, knowing what your goals are, knowing where you want to focus, putting an action plan in place, really making sure your marketing is an investment. Then there's other marketing companies who focus more in the execution area, who might help you with writing content or artwork and design and creativity or video production. And then you've got marketing companies who might be digital specialists who really work with a business to create a website or look at search engine marketing. So there's lots of different types of marketing companies out there and it's really important to have a look at the range of services they offer and really where they specialize to know which company might be right to support your business goals.
0: It's really interesting, isn't it? So when it comes to an organisation and they're sitting there and they're looking at their marketing needs and trying to identify what it is or what type of consultancy that they actually need, how do they actually go about identifying that they might need an external marketing resource more like your company? So how do they go about that? And is there a typical sort of company that would contract your services?
1: There's no typical sort of company that would make the answer too quick and short for you and too easy. But what I would say is there are some typical questions that businesses might be asking themselves. So if you're thinking about, well, where am I getting my customers from? How come the phone stopped ringing or I'm not getting so many web queries? I don't seem to be getting sales queries coming in. Or actually, I've got these customers, but they buy something from me once and they're not coming back. So if you're asking yourself questions about where are your new customers coming from? Why aren't my customers returning to me? I'm not really sure who I'm trying to target with what marketing activities. Those sorts of questions, then you're probably looking at, probably need some help around marketing strategy to really you know, have a look at what it is you're trying to do and how you attract sort of growth. So how do you attract customers, get them in, and how do you retain customers? How do you keep them coming back to your business?
0: Okay, it's really interesting too because you've got basically the skills that either marketing teams are missing from their business or a company is missing from their business. So it's pretty similar to like an external media agency or how a client enlists an external media agency. It's just it's more common practice or it has been more common practice in the past. Is that right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's right. I think, you know, smaller businesses are probably used to working with external marketing companies more than larger businesses you know, as a business grows, you don't necessarily have all of the resources in-house. So, you go externally to really look for what is the specific set of skills that you need. Um, People are used to going external for design services or media services, things that they sort of view as a specialist marketing service. But what I'm finding and what I'm seeing in the clients that I work with who are medium and larger size businesses, they don't necessarily have the full range of marketing experience. You have a lot of generalists. So you have a lot of people who are really good at marketing communications across that sort of broad spectrum. And that might mean they've got some strategic skills, but they haven't had a lot of experience in developing bigger strategies, campaign strategies, marketing strategies that you might need to take across a whole organisation versus just for a particular product or a particular service. So it is absolutely about going and getting that sort of specialist support. And so you're buying in the expertise that the business needs at the time.
0: And you must be a bit like us. I always say that we're like butterflies or bees. We go from one flower to the next flower, then to the next flower, and we take a whole lot of learnings along the way, and we pollinate as we go through. And you must find the same because you're working with such a variety of clients, aren't you? Yeah, and that's the
1: part I love, to be honest. You're always learning and growing because you work with these different businesses all across different industries. And You know, I think one of the benefits of that is, um, you know, you obviously get exposed to a a lot of different type of clients, different type of businesses, different type of projects, and you get to um, learn all about those things. And then you take that knowledge and you obviously, you know, you don't share any confidential details, but, you know, you can share with other clients and help them learn and help them grow. So there's a nice, I think, added benefit, you know, is actually I get to coach a lot of my clients uh, and help them learn as well.
0: Yeah, I think it's really fascinating because when you think about a business, what you're actually doing is, you know, a lot of these businesses can't really employ full-time people, as you say, with every specialism across the board. So as their company is growing, you're helping them develop and you're helping them to grow. That's about right, isn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's really uncommon for smaller businesses to have sort of every skill and to have full marketing teams. You know, marketing mm. can start out being part of somebody else's role and it's normally the part of marketing that is really just creating content or, you know, posting things on a website or, or so on. It's not thinking about the bigger picture or how to create connections or are you doing the right activities to target the right people at the right time. So, you know, smaller companies are really unlikely to have this that sort of skill set. And this is where getting some external support can really help, um, you know, those companies to ensure that what their marketing activities are, are effective because they're getting that specialist support.
0: And don't you believe that when you sit outside a particular company, it also gives you a different perspective that at times they lose when they're just focused in on themselves as opposed to actually looking a little bit more broader?
1: Oh yeah definitely it's the blindfold. Uh you know I think when you've been and I've been in I've been in corporates you know for many years and you know we used to have a joke one of the companies I worked for the logo was purple so it was like you bleed purple sort of thing you know because there is that blindfold and that passion for the company that you're working for um but that also brings a bias it brings an internal bias and and you're not necessarily You know, taking off that blindfold and looking at you know what could be causing problems or why aren't clients happy? You know, why are clients going elsewhere? So I think yeah, bringing in that external perspective uh, is a great benefit of working with um, you know an external party. You know, agencies should have a broad range of experiences. They shouldn't be coming in with um, you know biases around a particular activity or, or medium. You know, they should be coming in with I suppose that sort of clean slate. Um, which is always, you know, fantastic to have that sort of view of people looking at the bigger picture, looking outside, coming in, you know, and learning what they do about your business and then also taking that outside and getting that tested and getting other people's inputs.
0: And, Kaz, look, tell me, do you believe that with COVID-19 that more companies are now starting to sit there and look at, do I hire this person or do I actually look at bringing in an external organisation who can fill that gap. Do you think that that's actually going to become more and more and more the norm as we move forward?
1: I do. I think that we'll see different things in different parts of Australia. I'm in Melbourne. I think businesses are um, very wary about spending money at the moment, so certainly on any new resource or external um, support, whereas I know in other parts of the country you know businesses are progressing and you know getting back to some sense of normality and i think as the recession you know covid leads into the recession and as those sorts of things start to play out businesses it will be oh well i need a project done the cost of a full time person and the risk of having to bring on someone full time is too much for businesses so i think they'll be looking for external support and marketing companies and and marketing agencies to support them on project by project, so that they're not having that risk of having a full-time staff member that they might have to let go
0: down the track. It's definitely very interesting, isn't it, the way that that is coming about, and I and I really do believe that we're going to start to see more and more uh, organisations partnering with external agencies that are more like yours the, the further we go down.
1: I think so, and I think, you know, look, there's a lot of really good uh, agencies out there specialist boutique agencies and they're not expensive you know i suppose that's the misconception out there about marketing agencies is that it has to be expensive now it doesn't have to be expensive you know you can be really smart in the way that you set up a business particularly in this day and age with remote working and so on so you can actually be can actually be a really cost effective option for businesses to partner with a marketing agency it doesn't have to cost the earth to do that
0: no i agree Kaz, I've been quiet this entire time, but I did say that I wanted to ask you just one question today. So I want to know what you would say to a business going through, like GW mentioned earlier, these really unprecedented times.
1: Look, I think running a business is really challenging any time, but it's, you know, particularly challenging at the moment. And it's really easy, I know myself, to get decision fatigue or lose confidence in what next and what's the way forward. So I'd really say that it's important that you do keep looking forward though and you find a way to keep looking forward and planning for the future and I think this is really where tapping into your external networks whether they be formal you know external agencies or your personal networks but really tapping into that external support can help. I think to really think that to help you think fresh and help you also get a sense of perspective. So, you know, that's really what I would encourage business owners to do is tap into their network and their support so that they've got a fresh and realistic, I suppose, perspective that can really help them make decisions and move forward and think about the future. Yeah, that's probably it. That's what I'm trying to do anyway.
0: So, Caroline, one of the things that I really like about your company is that you actively market yourselves. So, do you want to just give other companies or other organisations that are listening to us now just some of the tricks that you go about to in order to find new business? And does it work?
1: It's well, I've been been in business for two years now, so something's working. So that that's a good thing. And it's funny; it's one of it's like the plumber with the leaky tap. It's easy to overlook our own marketing, but it is important. And I suppose for us, we really look at a combination of relationship building activities networking old relationships new relationships even you know now I'm still doing a lot of online networking and part of an online networking group so I think it's really important to keep relationships it's a services business it's you know fundamentally about creating connections and building relationships Uh, and then we support that with digital marketing and digital activities so which for us is, is mainly on LinkedIn and we do a lot of activity on LinkedIn and that's really around I suppose, broadening our reach, creating awareness and also building credibility. So we post a lot of articles on whatever might be the latest question that our clients asked us around brand or marketing or communication. So we try and, uh, I suppose, mix the relationship marketing together with the digital marketing to really, I suppose, look at what is our reach, uh, how do we create awareness and how do we build credibility which then leads to the next sort of conversations around driving inquiries and sales and so
0: on. Easy tips. And we work together, often a lot on a particular client. And I love the way that you are very positive. And even through this period of COVID-19, you're in Melbourne, you're obviously in lockdown. The client is also based in Melbourne and they're also in lockdown. And one of the wonderful things that I uh, have seen you perform recently was to look at their culture and within, amongst their marketing team. And talk me through that. What did you actually do there and, and how, what was your role in, in amongst that?
1: Yeah, so look, I've got a couple of clients that I'm working with marketing teams and we're looking at their marketing strategy as well as their marketing culture. And really, you know, what's happening is that businesses went to work from home six months ago and everyone was set up on Zoom and, oh, I've got Wi-Fi working and VPN and I've got Zoom, so we're all fine. But I think what is really becoming more and more evident as time goes on working from home, it's harder to get things done. It's harder to collaborate Uh People are working in silos. They're not sharing information. Also coming into, I suppose, the new financial year or we're two months in, again, businesses thought, well, we'll be back in the office come July, maybe August. So we'll wait. Our planning can wait and our strategies can wait. So what we've developed is is some online workshops to look at marketing strategies. But as that, you have to look at the culture. You have to look at how a team works together. If a team isn't working together, it's never going to deliver on its strategy. Culture is also part of your brand. You know, I sort of view it's the other side of the coin, if you like, from a brand. So again, we work with clients to really just help them have the conversations about ways of working, how to share information, uh, you know, what are their priorities? It's the social element of culture as well as the the business, I suppose, side of, of culture. How do we actually deliver to our clients? How do we deliver our service? I think if you're not able to get your teams connected and thinking about culture, how are they going to deliver a brand experience that you want your clients to have? So I think, you know, culture is really key from a marketing perspective.
0: It really is. I've got a a couple of younger marketers who went back to their office last week and they said to me that they were shocked because they ended up getting six new internal uh, jobs that they would never have received had they been working from home. And they queried why that was happening, and as you say, it's because of the culture and the distancing and and just not the presence of not just being there with each other is quite uh, is impacting businesses more than I think they actually realised.
1: Yes, I'm really I'm really really passionate about the culture side of businesses at the moment. At any time, but at the moment, I think it's it's really important to help teams connect and create that connection. And have conversations, have courageous conversations, have the difficult conversations. And what does that look like when you're working from home? Because it's really hard. It's I've had to have them myself with some um, clients and with some um, staff uh, around ways of working, things that haven't been delivered, why things can't happen. And it's just a it's just very challenging in this environment. And if you don't put some structure around it, it just doesn't happen.
0: Yeah, no, you're very right there. It doesn't. Kaz, I just wanted to thank you so much for coming along and chatting with us. It's been an absolute pleasure to chat with you and hear all about how businesses can really engage with external marketing agencies. I think they're a terrific service and I know we get to work with each other all the time and it's a fabulous experience from our end as much as the client's end. And I think that's something that uh, anyone listening to this podcast needs to take away.
1: Oh, absolutely. Thank you both so much. It was great, Gee, always, and, and Glenda. Um, I do love working with you guys. We always have a lot of laughs, but there's always a lot of learning and we build on each other's thoughts, which I think is just, it's great power when people come together and they, they help build on each other's thinking and ideas. So thank you both so much.
0: Oh, we'll have a virtual hug on that one. Oh, <laughs> I, would, I prefer a virtual drink. <laughs> I agree with that one, definitely. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Caroline. Thanks again to our marketing expert, Caroline Healy from We Are Savvy. If you'd like to get in touch with Caroline, we will place the link in our profile. Keep safe and until next time, cheers.